What is going on, PT Domination? So I'm excited to be bringing you guys a hot seat with the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Trent Harrison. I'm super excited to bring on Trent because we actually met each other back in California in person when I was working with one of his boys, Christian Fleenor. Me and Christian were working together on like one-on-one -on, -one on his launch. Christian was one of my highest performing clients. He made $40,000 in a month. So obviously Trent being friends with Christian was like, dude, how the fuck are you making up this money? So me and Trent got the chance to work out together and, and we kind of met each other back a while ago. So this is Trent. He's crushing it. I'm going to let him introduce himself. He is, he just hit his highest ever month. He's been with me for about seven months. Every month, his income has increased exponentially and he's fucking crushing it on TikTok and on LinkedIn. So Trent, dude, what's good? Thank you so much for joining us on the hot seat, dog. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me, bro. Pumped for this. It's going to be epic. Let's get it. So I guess I want to start the party by asking you a little bit about your backstory. So dude, how long have you been working out? And like, when did you realize that you wanted to be a trainer? Yeah, I've been training for probably, or in terms of working out for probably like seven or eight years. Never had any experience in gym, actually. And so for me, what started off what got me into wanting to become an online trainer was I was going to school working like literally 10 to 12 hours a day but like struggling big time to pay my bills. One of my best friends is Christian Felinor and he was kind of the opposite. He was making a ton, lot more money than me, working a lot less than me and impacting all these people's lives. And so he's my, my training partner and that really sparked my interest and he opened my eyes to online training and what that was. And I realized that that was actually a way for me to go to school, put in like 10 to 12 hours a day and still make money to pay my bills on the side. And that's kind of what got me started with that. So when you first started then, like when you first started PT Domination, you're saying you were in school for 10 to 12 hours a day, and then you would work on your online business in the two hours that you had, like how many hours a day were you working? Exactly. On so I was, I was working in orthopedic surgery, general surgery, emergency medicine, doing all these things all day and fitting in, starting my online business around those hours. So it was like definitely a grind, but here I am. Dude. And guys, I'm just going to say, and cause he's humble, Trent's super humble. And Trent pumps out a swipe workout every single fucking day. Seven days like a week. Like five to seven times a week. So staying on top of his fitness goals, in school for 10 to 12 hours a day, and he was building his online business. So let's give Trent some love in the chat. As you guys, as we're doing this hot seat, for those of you guys that are tuning in live and on the replay, I want you guys to like, don't just be flies on the wall. So participate. If Trent says something fucking awesome, type it in the chat box. Let's encourage him. Let's like, let's motivate. Let's inspire. We're all here. So, so you said you never had any in-person experience. Why did you decide that you wanted to be like online? Like, what was it that was like, dude, I want to go online. I don't want to go in person. This is something I want to do. Yeah. So like, it was really about the hours and time. Like, like I said, my best friend's Christian Fleenor, and I saw how much time he was able to spend with his family and still how much time he was able to put into his business and make a good amount of money and impact a lot of people's lives. And I also saw the other side of it where, you know, people that I was with in the gym, that work, I work out at a private training facility. People are there from 6 a, 5 a.m., 6 a.m. to 7 p.m. at night. And I didn't meet, I had very few trainers in my gym that were as happy as Christian was. And he was spending yeah. time with his kids. And that was something I wanted, especially be, working in a hospital. I work those type of hours anyways. No one wants to be working six days a week, 10 to 12 hours a day, and still have the impact that you want to online at the same time. Dude, I think that something that you just said is super important is happiness. Like Christian was, it wasn't that he was the richest trainer, he was the happiest yeah. trainer. So like, yeah, yeah, he's making, but he was happy because he was spending time with his kids and his wife. And like, that's what we're there for. Right. I love it. 
Okay, so obviously, you know, you never an online trainer. Me and you started working together about eight months ago, dude. So there's a lot of trainers that just joined the PT Domination program that are you, but eight months ago, right? So what were some of the things that you were struggling with when you first started joining the program? My biggest struggle when I first started joining the program was attraction. I was pumping out content, but the content wasn't relating to my avatar. I didn't even know what avatar was. And so yeah. I was pumping out content, pumping out swipe workouts as much as possible, but something wasn't sticking. I was maybe booking one or two calls a month for my first like two months where I started my business. And I knew something was off because I was putting in so much time into content, trying to drop all this knowledge and do whatever I can, but no one was reaching out. I had no idea how to reach out to people. And I just wasn't able to convert people from eyes on my content to, you know, dollars in my bank account and lives change. Who else feels that? So I want to say something for a second. One to two months. That was one yeah. to two months that you went through that. And then in the third month, fourth month, that's when it started to really hit. So like, what was the shift? Like, when did you kind of like, when did it start to really like take off for you? Yeah. So it took off for me in about January is when we started working together. What I learned most, like the first thing right away was, you know, that attraction base. Cause I was able to expand my audience. And for me, audience expansion wasn't an issue. It was the attraction portion of it. And so being able to have, first of all, like a content schedule was huge for me being able to post, you know, like we say connection posts because I never did any connection posts prior <laughs> to working with you. <laughs> yeah. Right. Didn't do any of those, no connection posts, no social proof. It was just value, 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 value. And the value doesn't necessarily convert. You have to have all three pieces in order to have people reaching out to book calls with you. And so the first thing that I did was focus on getting a good system to have all three of those things, connection, proof, and value. And once I was able to do that, I got traction. Boy, that's what's up. I love it. Okay, so let's talk TikTok because everybody's here and they're like, yo, TikTok is the new thing, right? Everybody can see it. How long have you been on TikTok? Six months? January. Yeah. So you started TikTok in January and Trent has 111,000 followers in six months. So, which is legendary, by the way, you're fucking, you're a myth. You're the man, you're the legend. So I'm excited to learn from you just like you've learned from me. So dude, when you're on TikTok, Trent, what is your content strategy on TikTok? Do you have like a theme or like, like, how are you thinking when you're posting on TikTok? What's your content strategy? Yeah. So when I first started obviously posting swipe workouts. I started on Instagram and Facebook. And for me, I was like, how do I get that upper hand? Cause I was struggling to attract leads. And so when I learned about TikTok, I was like, oh, wow, this is a way for me to actually get an upper hand on people and, you know, be the first one to be there. So for me, my content strategy, when I first started TikTok, it was overwhelming. Like most of you guys probably feel like, how do I start a brand new platform and create whole, all these content for this new platform? And so what I got really good at doing was just repurposing the content I was making for Instagram and Facebook. I didn't make any new content. I just used what I already had and posted it onto TikTok. And so for me, the process is I use Instagram as my foundation. That's my base content that I use. And then I repurpose that content for TikTok. So I think too many times a lot of people overthink it and think I have to make brand new content for all these different platforms. But no, you just need to make one type of content and be able to repurpose it and distribute it in different ways. Literally, that's amazing. So when you first started your TikTok, the, literally your process was like, I'm just going to take what I'm posting on Instagram and I'm going to repurpose it for TikTok. That's it. Exactly. And one like, this is a really good ninja trick if you're starting a new platform. 
you have months and months of old content. All I did for the first month was pull content from like four, five, six months ago and start dumping it onto the new platform. So if you're starting TikTok and LinkedIn right now, just go in, into your content for the last couple of months and use that old content and just put it on there because that hasn't been used before on that, that platform. And it gets, you know, a whole different reach of different new audiences. Dude, that's so smart. I love it so much. Okay, so I wanna go a layer deeper here. So when you're, okay, so you said you're grabbing old content. Do you go like into your archive stories? Like, do you grab old Instagram stories? Is it old videos that you have on your computer? Like, I wanna go like a layer deeper here. Yeah, exactly. So for me, it'll be, first thing I did was I went through my feed, all right? What on my Instagram feed in the last couple months and I repurposed and put onto TikTok. The second thing I did was like you said, go through my Instagram stories. As you're going through your day, you're dropping value on your stories. There's things on your Instagram stories you could literally put on the TikTok and they'll get millions of views. And so it's like really just using everything you've ever done in the past and dumping it onto TikTok. Because the thing about TikTok is you literally can post three, four, five times a day and the algorithm loves that. And so if you're able to capitalize on that, then you get the ball rolling. And that's what it was for me. The ball didn't get rolling for me on TikTok until about eight weeks in. And then that's when I had my first kind of viral video and it went from there. I'm just doing that every day. That's so cool. I'm so excited. Who's getting value from this? There's 34 of you guys watching. There's a bunch of you guys in the replay. This is fucking lit. It's so exciting. Just wanted to take a quick minute to say, I want to change your life. If you're listening to this podcast, then you know that I have what it takes to help you grow a successful online coaching business. So go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. I'll reach out to you and we'll talk about what your biggest struggle is. We'll talk about what your goals are for your online coaching business. And I'll give you some guidance and a game plan for what to do next. Again, go to my Instagram at the real Brian Mark and DM me the words more clients. And I'll reach out to you to see if I can help. Now let's get back to today's episode. Okay, dude, this is amazing. So exciting. Okay, so okay, so now obviously you're a little bit more advanced with your TikTok. Like you're like you're crushing it, you're ahead of the game, your videos are always good. Like, what's your content creation process? So now, like now that you're running your TikTok trend, do you know in advance what videos you're gonna film or do you just kind of have a theme and stick to it? Yeah, so one of the biggest obstacles I faced starting TikTok and being on like three, four different platforms was it gets stressful trying to come up with new things to write and post every single day. And so I've made a content schedule where that's one of the things I do every single Sunday where I'm setting my goals, where I will set my content schedule for the week. Cause when you're creating content, it gets really, when you're out and you're in a time crunch to write content, I'm sure all of you guys know this, it's really difficult to write something. And so when I'm able to wake up and know exactly what I'm supposed to post that day, it makes it a lot easier. So I always will plan out my content in advance. I don't necessarily like write it or record it in advance, but yeah. it's always scheduled where I know exactly what I'm going to do and before I do it. Cool. That's so good. Do you have a theme for your TikTok? Like now, now that you're running it, do you have a theme? Yeah. So for me, my theme is a lot of like tips and like workouts because the way that TikTok works is it's very similar to YouTube. So, but in a shorter form. So a lot of my Instagram stuff I'll put into less than 15 second videos because one of the things that the TikTok algorithm works with is it works in sections. So if people watch your video for more than three seconds, you're into a different level. If they watch it more than 10 seconds, you're into a different level. So you have to create your content in a way where people, every time they watch it, they're watching it for longer than at least three seconds. So what's cool about TikTok is you can go to your analytics and see the average watch time for all your videos. So sometimes they'll say, People watched it for six seconds. People watched it for 12 seconds. And then you know that something 
was grabbing and working. And something I'll try to do is check out my analytics, right? Because you could look at your analytics on TikTok and see what's working and what doesn't work. And for me, what works the best are like little tips, tips and tricks, and also different like form stuff for people that are trying to work out. And that, that works really good. Boom. Okay, dude, so valuable. So what's been your biggest takeaway so far? Type it in the chat or in the comments if you're watching the replay. I think that for me, correct me if I'm wrong, sure, you can totally correct me because you're the expert here. It's if you're just getting your TikTok started, the most important thing is to like get content out there and not try to create a bunch of new content, but repurpose your old stuff. So obviously we're talking about themes right now, but like when you're getting started, I think it's most important to just get content out there that you've already produced and just get used to using the platform and get consistent with it. And the fact that you can post two, three, four times a day and the algorithm likes that means that you can get away with just like, I'll get away with a lot. So that's the most important thing to start. And then as you get more advanced and you start getting more consistent and you're more in the flow of it, then starting to look at analytics and figuring out like what videos are doing really well and doing more of those and less of the ones that aren't doing well. Is that right? Am I on track? Exactly. And yeah, like you guys are doing this 14 day sprint right now. So use plan out the 14 day sprint. Don't just go every single day trying to post twice a day because that's stressful. Sit down, use this weekend to make a schedule for the next 14 days of exactly what you're going to post. Spend that extra hour of time. It'll save you so much more stress doing that over the days. It'll make it so much easier. Cool. I love it. There's a question that came in. Does it matter longer videos or shorter videos or you just, does it matter? What do you think? Yeah. So it actually does matter. So one of the other factors, this is a good ninja trick for TikTok is you get an extra, it's called like a point for rewatching. So if people watch a video and then they watch it over and over again, it's called binge watching. That's what they yeah. call it on TikTok. You'll get more points the same way you'll get more points. So most of my videos, I never put anything over 15 seconds to be honest. Cool. And yeah. And so, and also most of my videos are in times to speed. So people have to rewatch it over and over again. And so they're under 15 seconds and times to speed. So like what just happened? And then people are watching, you know, my content. Okay. So I think we're good on TikTok. I think people got lots of value from the TikTok stuff. That's amazing. So now let's talk about LinkedIn because you know, TikTok amazing, so much value. Trent's a fucking ninja. Thank you so much. Now LinkedIn, bro. LinkedIn, you've been booking some sales and making some money from LinkedIn. I think you started making about like three to five calls a week or something like that. Yeah. So I'm booking like three to five calls a week right now from LinkedIn over the last like three weeks. Fuck yes. And you only started 30 days ago, right? Yeah. I started 30 days ago. So like I said, for me, it was like on Instagram and Facebook, I was just trying to expand my, getting frustrated, you know, like all these algorithm blocks and, you know, restrictions. And I was frustrated by it. So that's why I've, like if you're a new trainer like me, like online, you have to be using these new platforms because like we said, some of us don't have those big networks. And so if you want to expand your network and really, you know, have the ability and freedom to message whoever you want and get as many leads as you want, like, I feel like it's just mandatory to be on these new platforms. So good. I love it so much. Okay. So let's talk about your content strategy for LinkedIn. So obviously TikTok is different. LinkedIn is different. When you're on LinkedIn, what are you thinking? What works really well for you? Yeah. So LinkedIn, what's cool is you can target specific professions and careers. And so what I do is I target the like medical professional. And so one thing I'll do is I don't even, I haven't even really put up specific like medical professional content. I have been doing similar content that I've been using on Instagram and Facebook as well. But what specifically I've been doing is my live streams, every live stream I do that I do on Instagram, I save it and I post it onto LinkedIn. It has to be under 10 minutes. 
And that's a super easy way to post extra content on LinkedIn. And that's been very, very successful for me is posting my lives that I do onto my LinkedIn and just downloading them and posting it there. But also people just love connecting. So LinkedIn is obviously a connection based platform where people try to connect and network. And so if you're able to go in and post connection based posts, vulnerability posts, those type of things, people will reach out, comment, and then that has been starting the conversation. And I actually have been booking a lot of calls, just starting with, you know, connection based content. Boom. So guys, this is fucking super valuable. So downloading your live streams and just repurposing them again. And then also write this in the chat box. If you're, if you're tuning in, LinkedIn is a connection based platform. And so connection based posts and vulnerability posts are working really, really well. So for you, Trent, when you're generating leads on LinkedIn, what do you focus on? Are you going for more connection requests or engaging with people that like your page or? Yeah. So I do, I have two different things I'll do on LinkedIn. The first thing I'll do is I will do lead generation where I'm adding 60 connections a day. And that's what I've been doing over the last like month is I'll add 60 a day. And that's the first thing I'll do after I add 60 a day, I'll send about 10 thank you messages out. So the thank you messages are just saying thank you to the people who are engaging with my content. So if someone likes my content, I'll say, Hey man, thanks for engaging with my content. I appreciate you. And then I'll just reach out and say, Hey, how's it going? How are you? How's the quarantine been treating you? And then based off that, I can go from there and then I'll dive into their fitness goals. And so it's just, you have to really start off the conversation very softly. I wouldn't really send a kill shot out on LinkedIn, mm -hmm. but I would, you know, start off the conversation relation based. And what's awesome about LinkedIn is you can hunt. You can go out, reach out to somebody, go through the script and book a call with them that same day. And so I've been definitely hunting and going out and sending and getting those 60 connections a day. Boom. So gangster. So somebody just asked really quick, is it the same on TikTok? And I know on TikTok, Trent, you do voting polls, don't you? Yeah. So I'll do voting polls, but on TikTok, yeah, you definitely could be the same where you just send a thank you message on TikTok. The only challenge with TikTok is you have to follow someone to be able to message them. Mm. And so you have to just make sure that you're actually following that person on TikTok to message them as well. But people on TikTok will reach out too. So if someone asks you a question on your post, if someone's liking your content, I would definitely, you know, just send them a thank you message and then just start the conversation from there. Boom. So it's like, it's the same Legion stuff we've been learning in like Facebook and Instagram guys, but it's just like applying on a tick and seeing what's contextual. I think one thing that's really important that you mentioned Trent is like the warm messages work better. Cause for me thinking out loud is like everybody gets kill shotted on LinkedIn. Like yeah. and pretty much everybody's like in LinkedIn being like, Hey, I've got these services that I'd like to offer you. So it's like, it's, that's why it would work less is because it happens more often. So that's awesome. So for those people that are watching this and they're like, maybe I should get started on my LinkedIn. What would be some advice to the newer trainer that wants to get on LinkedIn and get a, get a head start? Yeah. My advice would be to first off, find some specific professions and careers that you want to target. Because if you're able to target a certain amount of professions and careers, that's going to be really, really helpful for you to do. And so find three careers that maybe your clients that have right now, or maybe the people that are reaching out to you right now on Instagram and Facebook are doing, and then you can start targeting those people. Cause what's awesome about LinkedIn is you literally can type in a job and thousands and thousands of people will pop up. The other thing is you also have to have a premium account, which is like $60 a month, I think, but it's obviously worth it. If you get, you know, one sale a month off that is completely worth <laughs> yeah. it. So you definitely have to do that. Like that's yeah. pretty mandatory. And so yeah. just start there Just start adding the connections and expanding your network. Cause that's the first step 
to any platform to be successful and to start getting clients on a regular basis. Boom. Fucking legendary. Me and Trevor were talking. He's like, I'm going to bring the fire. I'm like, oh shit, you brought the fucking fire, bro. Damn. Okay. So dude, is there any other pieces of like ninja tricks or kind of any other tidbits or advice that you would offer to the new online coach that's in the program? They just started a month ago or they just started last week or they've been here for a month and maybe they're uncertain and they're not sure if it's going to work and they don't, they're not really sure if they should dive full speed. Any ninja tricks that took you from $0 online to $9,600, anything else you'd like to share? Yeah. Like you said, just taking massive action and taking action right away. Cause it's really easy to say, TikTok's not for me. I can't dance. I don't know how to do these things, but the reality is like we're all online and this is the business we're creating. So if you want to be seen where the people are, there's eyes on TikTok. There's eyes on LinkedIn. I can't sit here and find myself for not being on those platforms if I want to be an online business owner. So if that's really what you want to do, you can't just sit here and make an excuse saying that you don't dance, you don't do these things. You don't have to post those things. I don't post any dance videos on TikTok. I just do me. If you're doing you and you're posting good, solid content, people will reach out to you and you will get traction. But like, in my opinion, you have to be on all these platforms if you want to be online. It just has to happen. 